In this episode of the Unfold the Soul, Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, making others feel seen has to be done with intentionality. Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal. Uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, Bless His Heart. The name, Ken Williams. I woke up to a very sweet email from our media secretary. She took to heart what I saw as a small gesture. She was excited about her new car and was taken aback by the fact that I made time to see her car despite the fact that I had an appointment of mine show up and arrive to school at the same time. I'm gonna paste the entry on the next page. So I'm gonna read the email she sent. Ken, I just wanted to say thank you. You walked out to see my new car today, even though your appointment arrived as you were walking out the door. I can think of a dozen people who would have placed more importance on the appointment over the minute it took to walk outside, but you opted to walk outside with me. It showed strength of character, and it told me that you value me as a person. I was and am still deeply touched. baby let's get into it i have to say i'm reading this entry a full 16 years later and i have to say i'm proud of myself because uh you have those moments you know when you you reflect back and you think of moves you made and decisions you made and i know what i was thinking at the time but i'm proud of myself because i know so much more today about the importance of belonging and feeling seen and making others feel seen and valued. I'm so sensitized to it these days because I truly understand the power and shameless plug coming and I write about it in Ruthless Equity and if this episode appeals to you, I urge you to buy the book. It's going to be unlike any book you've read on your shelf but staying on the point I, I can tell you that you know I knew enough then that I wanted every person to feel important. And I also thought about, you know, how do you do that in a, in a sincere way that's authentic? And again, I know it is second nature to me now, but back then I was probably more inter- intentional, a little more mechanical about it. I love history and uh, I'm not a super avid reader, but I consume documentaries. I can watch documentaries all day. I haven't watched the news in 35 years, but I can watch documentaries back to back. And let me make this disclaimer now. This is not a political statement. I'm, I'm relatively apolitical. But I remember watching a documentary on uh, former President Bill Clinton. And one of the aspects that people really loved about him and, and several talked about was how when he was talking with you one-on-one it could be at a big political event it could be at a huge celebration 
but he had a way of making you feel like you and him were the only people in the room. And that's what I mean about that's what I mean about having the walls close in on you. And I remember that. I remember that and really worked to build a muscle to do that. Now, I am uh, I don't know. My wife calls it. She says I have restless spirit. I know I can be all over the place. Not so much in a a physically erratic sense, but my mind my mind can go in a hundred different directions. And I know there was a time in my leadership early on where I thought that, you know, if I've got like six fingers in the in the in the dikes in the wall keeping the water from squirting all over the place, it was a sign of leadership strength. So I know there were times when I'm listening to one person, but I'm watching someone kind of walk down the hallway and I've trying to, you know, place an ear on what's going on there or I'm distracted by it. Or, you know, back in the day when I didn't know any better and was trying to be, you know, Mr. Fix-It man so everybody liked me, I'd be trying to multitask and solve six problems at one time and thought it was impressive. But what I came to realize was that uh, for me to be fully present, like be where my feet are, it it took me developing a muscle. It took me developing a muscle. But the thing is, once I developed that muscle, the results were immediate. Like the response was immediate. People know. I know. I know when I'm talking to someone and their mind someplace else. Sometimes physically you can see it. You're talking to someone and their eyes are darting all over the place. And mine used to do that. I'm telling you, you used to do that. And it took me a while to build a muscle. And, you know, even in instances where you're kind of in survival mode or it's one of those days where you're solving, you know, 50,000 problems to shut everything out and bring those walls in. It's a skill. And I've got it down now. Like I, I've got it down and I'm, you know, very sincere and authentic with it. I felt myself doing it today. You know, I did a you know, professional development session in uh, Walterboro, South Carolina, and just had a moment with a teacher, just had a moment with her. And for those couple of minutes where I was literally speaking it into her, because like I could tell she had some fears going on and, and she had some doubts and I just felt the walls come in like kind of closed tight around us and it was just the two of us for those couple of minutes while I'm speaking it into her and so I know back then my goal was all right if that's what they say about you know Bill Clinton like I I want that quality I want that trait where it just feels like you're the only person in the room and that was one of those times and I do remember that my Appointment, You know, someone from the district was coming to visit and they were walking in as I'm walking out with Kathy. And I just, you know, asked the person to go hang out in the office. I'll be there in a few minutes. But I wanted her to know that I'm interested in seeing her car and you know, sharing in her excitement. I, I can't tell you that I expected her reaction. Her reaction, like, it moved me. And again, it just... It just reinforces when when you're fully present with someone, one, it 
It makes them feel valued. It makes them feel seen. It makes them seen, not feel seen. They're seen. And uh, there's just something really powerful about it. And I feel more powerful when I find myself fully present, when I'm fully present, where, I, where I'm, you know, you know, be where your feet are, is what, you know, people will say. And again, in leadership, especially school leadership, you know, I can, it's probably a little easier for me to do it these days because I'm, I'm not leading a school, right? I'm, I'm, I'm leading professional development. And while, you know, the numbers can be unwieldy in, you know, some sessions, depending on how many participants you have, it's nothing like leading a school where you are beholden to, you know, seven different stakeholder groups, five of uh, which can be coming at you all at one time. But I'm telling you, it is, uh, is, there are few things more powerful than that. And I'm here, it's uh, 11 o'clock at night. I've not done a great job in, you know, batching my podcast. So I'm home from a trip. I'm tired as hell. I'm probably on the edge of grumpy because I have overcommitted. And it's my own doing, and it's a great problem to have because I have a level of demand that I'm, I'm proud of, but I've, I've overcommitted. But the irony is, you know, I dragged ass into my office to record this podcast, and I turned to the next entry, and it's about making someone feel seen. And it just lines up with a powerfully poignant moment I had with the kindergarten teacher today you know it just uh, the universe works in some powerful ways I'm sitting here thinking why the hell am I recording this podcast I'm tired I'm rusty I'm hungry and I just you know you know spend two days out of town all I want to do is like flop on my bed and summon some elves to take my shoes off and I look up and this entry this week, it's a short one too, is about the time I made Kathy feel like she was the only person in the world, you know, at that moment. And I, I felt that I had a moment like that today. And so uh, I'm grateful that you guys keep me on task and on point with these podcasts. My wife said, what are you going to do? I said, I got to record the pod. Like people are going to be expecting it. Uh, tomorrow but making people feel seen <laughs> here's another irony you know as I'm getting ready to record the podcast one of my friends texts me says you know I packed uh, I didn't pack enough shirts for this trip and I drove to a men's warehouse location where five people five people just ignored me and I was like wow that is something man you know these folks, you're there trying to spend your money, and I'm at a point in my life where I won't do it. I'll just walk out. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm worth more. And he did the same thing. It's just, it's just crazy. But work to really make your people feel seen. Um, I remember some distinct times when I was in that space where the walls are closing in in a good way. The walls are closing in. It's just me and this person talking or me and this uh, team of teachers or staff members talking. And you could hear stuff going off around you like fireworks, you know, the stuff that would, if you weren't being intentional about making your uh, teammate feel seen, 
might get your attention. And I'm, so I'm, what I'm telling you, it's a muscle. I thought, mistakenly so, that being in constant Marvel comic superhero problem-solving mode was impressive, but it's not. It's not. Not when you are trying to give your attention to a teammate. There is nothing more powerful than being seen. It is a basic human yearning and knowing no one is exempt from it. Not your students, not your staff. And this journal entry, you know, about going out, literally going to the parking lot and looking at this new car. That That's it. That's all it was. And I had no idea that the mere the mere suggestion that my guest wait a couple of minutes because I've got something to do that's, you know, I got something to do here. Um, just move the staff member. And so feeling seen and feeling valued is huge. And it's, it's the, it's the gateway to belonging, which is like the next level. And look, I'm not, I'm not, plug in my book because my gas bill needs to be paid. I'm alright. I'm doing it because you need to have it in your hands. In Ruthless Equity I do a good bit of work around belonging and inclusion and it just it just lines up with this episode. And so as challenging as my day has been August is the busiest month of the year you know, for me, for most speakers, especially, you know, educational consultants, but uh, my August is uh, extended into November. <laughs> so I'm a little whoop, but this entry, I don't know, just fed my soul tonight. I'm looking forward to you listening to it. Uh, looking forward to your feedback. Pick up the book, leave a review connect with me if I can help you in any way shape or form make people feel seen and valued notice them notice every student and start with the crown hey my book Ruthless Equity, Disrupt the Status Quo and Ensure Learning for All Students is out. It has been met with phenomenal response. I know this is less than humble, but uh, I prayed on it. And listen, our kids can't afford me to be humble. This book needs to be in the hands of every single educator without question. And that's not about selling books. That's about impact. I can make you one solid promise When you read this book, you will not utter the phrase. This book reminds me of another book I read. You will not utter that phrase. Ruthless Equity is my defining work. It's everything I believe, everything I know. It will change the game. It clarifies equity, which has been pulled in 500,000 different directions. So pick up your copy now. You can find it on Amazon.com. Just search Ruthless Equity. Ken Williams, or I've got a large amount of demand for signed copies. If you want a signed copy of Ruthless Equity, go to my website, unfoldthesoul.com, go to the store in the menu tab, and 
order Ruthless Equity from my website. You'll see this information in, in the notes as well. Lastly, for schools and districts that would like to order 20 or more copies of Ruthless Equity, I am offering a 20% discount. That's 20% off of the list price if you order 20 copies or more. To do that, go to unfoldthesoul.com slash bulk20, the number two zero. It's unfoldthesoul.com slash bulk20. Get your copy of Ruthless Equity today. It is a game changer, baby. On the next episode of the Unfold the Soul, bless his heart, leadership podcast. Listen, change gonna come, as Sam Cook said, but it's it's not gonna come all at one time. You've been listening to the Unfold the Soul, Bless His Heart podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit unfoldthesoul.com.